Hello and welcome to Nikki and Joe Discussing Series. My name is Josiel Vasconcelos, but you can call me Joe. And I am Nicole Camille, also known as Nikki, and we are two Brazilian advanced English students. I'm an English teacher. And I'm an accounting student, and I'm passionate about the language. And we have found here on this podcast a new way to have fun while we practice English. If you love TV series just like we do, stay with us every week when we watch and talk about all the details of the episodes. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Nikki Joe Podcast, and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Hey Joe, how's it going? Hey, I'm great. What about you, Nikki? I'm really happy. You know why? Because today we are recording the first episode of our podcast. Yeah, me too. Today we're going to start talking about The Return. Are you ready? To talk about TV series? I was born ready. So let's get started. The Return is an American adaptation of a French series called Le Revenant, which translates to English as The Returned. The US version was released in 2015 and was canceled after only one season. The original version has two seasons and each episode is titled with the name of one character. And it's the same on the US version. And today we'll be talking about season one, episode one, Camille. The Return is a drama fantasy horror series and was directed and developed by Carton Cuse. Carton Cuse was also a writer on the TV series Lost and he was very important there. So it's a nice information. <laughs> and about the cast of this series, uh, it's not very famous, but it brings in a familiar face, Mark Pellegrino, that he also... He plays Jack Wenchep here, and he also played a part in Lost, Supernatural, and Under the Dome. So it's nice. Well, so we, we're going to start with the episode, the episode one. And it starts showing Camille getting on the school bus four years ago. And for some unknown reason, the conductor loses control of the bus, driving against this barrier and falling off a cliff. And it cuts to the present day when, weirdly, Camille comes back. She climbs this bridge or something. She doesn't seem very well. And I'm pretty sure that in this scene, she knows that something's wrong. What were your thoughts about this scene, Nikki? Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, this scene, because they show a lot. The, the image of the mountain, the scenario, they focus a lot on that. I, for some reason, I don't know, I think it... It's maybe it's important for us to point out that they show us the the mountains, the trees, that beautiful landscape. I think at that part it sets the the tone of the the episode, the the series, which for me it's kind of melancholic, and the sound effects also gives us the the feeling, this feeling. So I think it was a nice beginning, and also. I'd like to point out that the French series, this first part of the series is basically the same thing. So, and what about you? What do you think? Um, I guess they tried to emphasize too much that something was kind of different with that scenario. Yeah. I feel like they wanted to show that something's not right 
with that scenario with that area of the of the show i don't know maybe it's just a feeling yeah let's see in the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um then it comes to the present day when a weird blackout happens and then the lights come back after a few minutes and in the meantime the parents of the deceased children they had this meeting to discuss a monument to be built in honor of the kids i thought it was a little weird the fact that they still had these meetings after so long and i don't know it's like they don't want to move forward they are still building, building this this monument so i i think for me there's something weird about the monument because why <laughs> and uh so jack appears and this first scene he the introduction of his character characters to us is like he's a, a moody guy uh beater so he doesn't agree with the he doesn't think it's beautiful the monument and that made me wonder if there's something about the monument if it's just a tribute to the the dead students or if there's something else another meaning or maybe it was just to show to show Jack's personality right to show how he's feeling he's how not, he deals with grief yeah he's not doing very well like i feel like he doesn't handle very well with the the loss of his his daughter and it was probably maybe to emphasize the the way that all those parents they didn't move forward from the grief they are all still trying to keep the image of their kids alive what's not actually a bad idea i mean you're, you're not you're not going to be able to forget your kid you know for like yeah. that you that you lost a few years ago but at the same time it's kind of weird the way they they deal with these with these things you know mm -hmm. yeah i i think the same i think that of course everyone's healing process is different but Yes. At that point, I don't think people would still be going to grief meetings. You know, I think... Yes. Four years after the incident. Yes. Yeah. I would understand if it was like months later, like one year later, it's normal for the parents to try to create these memories. Or maybe the anniversary of the event, you know? Yeah, maybe. So maybe it was just a... Uh, like the the writers decided that it would be better to do that four years later, because it has the impact of the age uh, that the the people who died hasn't aged and the people who stayed alive aged. So maybe that's why yeah, maybe just, I didn't I didn't see it this way, but maybe yeah, yeah, that's maybe that's why they did did that four years later. But it doesn't make much sense when it comes to the grief meetings, you know, to be going on. But okay, everyone heals differently. Yeah. So after that, Camille appears at home out of the blue, like she doesn't remember what happened, as if she had just spent the night out. And then her mother Claire, she sees her, and at first she's she looks scared, but then she just seems to be amazed for seeing her daughter, and she just stays gazing her admiringly you know mm -hmm. and she acts weird just saying a couple words and and this scene for me was one of the more one of the weirdest scenes of the show because if she had lost her daughter like four years ago and then her daughter appears out of nowhere in her house 
wouldn't she freak out? Like, wouldn't she panic or anything? I mean, if it was, if it happened to me, I would, it would scare the hell out of me. You yeah, know? I would, I would at least you think know? that I had gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, she calls Jack, Camille's dad. And at first, he didn't seem to believe it, obviously. But when he saw his daughter, he looked a little scared too. But not knowing exactly what to think or how to react. Yeah, I think he reacted better than Claire. But I think mostly, I I think I would see more crying if that was true. Like I would immediately start crying. I don't know. I think maybe they did. They they didn't show much emotion, not to scare her, since the she didn't know that she had been dead for all those years. Do you think that the parents could have been doing something? Because I don't know. I felt like neither the mom nor the dad felt surprised for seeing their daughter. You know, I don't know. I just feel like there's something wrong with them. Uh, I don't know maybe. if Jack was being sarcastic at the beginning when he says, "Maybe one day I'll I'll have a gift too. God will give me a gift too, to the woman on the grief meeting." So mm-hmm. you're not wrong about about that. Maybe they're doing something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a feeling. I feel like everyone's suspicious. Everyone's suspicious in this in this show. Yes, that's true. In the following scene, this little boy appears in this random bus stop in the middle of the night, and a woman sees him, and he goes to see her without saying a word. She takes him to her apartment, trying to help him. So the boy just just stays eating silently with this strange look, bringing sort of a scary atmosphere to the scene. For me, this boy is the most suspicious character so far, because I don't know, I just have a bad feeling that he's not, he wasn't human. Like, I don't think, I don't think that he died in on the bus or anything. I, I feel like he maybe, he's maybe some entity, you know, or something. And... I don't know. He just doesn't seem a war. He doesn't seem human. Yes. Um, I don't know. He doesn't show emotions. We need to that. Yes. So he doesn't. It doesn't seem like he is a real person. You're right. I just think that he's he's something yes. else. He wasn't human. I don't yes. Know. As night goes by, Simon makes his first appearance. He's looking for his girlfriend Rowan, who worked at this bar when he died. Obviously, she doesn't work there anymore, so Lena, Camille's sister, who was at the bar at that moment, tells him where Rowan lives now. When he gets there, he sees her through the window, trying this wedding vow, and she sees him too, and she gets terrified. Then he knocks aggressively on the door, and she yells at him, asking him to go away, thinking that it's all in her head. Her fiancé comes home later, and she tells him she's seeing things again confirming that she has been suffering with this ever since Simon died. Now, for me, among all the scenes so far, this was definitely the most shocking. Not only for the scene itself, but also for the fact that Rowan is engaged, you know? I mean, imagine losing the one you love, and four years after his death, trying to move forward, and you're finally able to be with someone else, you're finally going to marry someone else, then your dead ex appears out of nowhere, you know? That's definitely going to mess her all yes. up. And also, um, we are introduced to her daughter, right? So she seems a little older than four years old. And 
her daughter saw all, all that happening. Actually, only the her her mother uh, screaming at the door like there was someone attacking them. So it was a, a great scene. I think it was a very emotional scene. And also, I'd like to yeah. talk about the song because I don't know why they chose uh, when Simon first appears, the song changes. You know, it, it was only a, a yeah. quiet song through the whole episode. And then when Simon appears, like the yeah. song totally changes. So that gave me... I don't know, bad boy feelings about him. Like maybe he was trouble before his death. He was a troublemaker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe it makes sense because of the way that he was aggressively knocking on the door and the way that Rowan acted, you know, like, okay. I, I don't know. I just feel like he gave up too easily. It's maybe, maybe it used to happen before he died. And he just thought that she was scared as usual or something like this. Yes, I don't know. I agree. I have this feeling that the, he's the father of her daughter because, as you said, she seems older than four Older years, than four right? years. And maybe, I guess, when he died, Rowan was pregnant with his child. Yeah, maybe that's why they are... Yes, maybe. He's so mad and preoccupied, you know, his face. Because for him, like for Camille, nothing happened for them, right? They They are still... They have the memory, his last memories, and they see yeah. the years passing by. So for them, they are still dealing with the problems they were dealing before they died. So maybe there's something there. Yeah, we're going to see it. We're going to see maybe in the yeah, next episode. Hopefully. After that, Jack goes to see Lucy, this girl that he's been sleeping with, that apparently been, they have been dating the last few years. Um, she, I guess she claims to be psychic because of the way they, they talked. And it looks like she's been helping him understand what happened to yeah, Camille. Yeah, I actually and... have notes about that moment. Like she says, usually I get something, but today, weird, nothing. So at that part, I thought that she was talking about sex, but later we can have a different understanding of this scene. Jack affirms that he thinks that Lucy is just deceiving him. And after that, she leaves angrily. At that scene, I noticed some weird things about their relationship. For example, he yeah. he rushes rushes to the door to like attack her because he didn't say a word and just starts to talk about his daughter. And he demands her to, you know, talk what's been going on to her to his daughter and while doing that he starts to penetrate her <laughs> sorry for the word but he does that so it seems like there's a connection between the her psychic powers to sex so maybe she needs to have a yeah. connection with the person who is alive to connect with the dad and the way is through sex but the way Jack does that is really violent and doesn't seem much consensual. Um, and also he he's doing that just to hurt her because now he thinks that she was lying because his daughter is now alive. But maybe she was not just 
she was she wasn't being being a liar maybe she was a real psychic because as she said uh usually i get something but today nothing maybe because uh camille was coming back to life so maybe that's why she didn't feel anything she couldn't talk to her that day i don't know that night if the sex is what makes them keep like get in touch with the dead ones or something so he wanted to you know penetrate her to try to see if she really was could feel something and tell him that she was actually yes. back or something but at that scene and as she wasn't for me at that scene was purely to hurt her and to show yes. her that it was a bit aggressive yes, because uh she she ran she ran away from him like she was she was yeah, scared she devastated cared. like she didn't care she was running and then the worst happens yeah and then after that she just leaves the bar and she just walking down the street like in the middle of the night she's walking in this dark tunnel and then this guy comes out of nowhere and stabs her and she just just leave her to death and i i didn't actually understand that scene i mean i don't i don't understand why he killed her like yes. out of nowhere and, and also he he doesn't just the- leave her there actually he leans over her kind of she, she he's going to do something i don't know if he's going to clean the blood I don't know because it seems like he he was still there when they are the the scene is being cut so I wonder what he's going to do and also I was thinking about the possibility of Jack being accused because he had started an intercourse with her so maybe there's some fluids uh, with his DNA inside of her so maybe he can be accused of murder and yeah rape. if that oh. happened maybe he's going to be accused of raping yeah if they her. find her body so i'm just a little curious to understand why that guy would kill her yes because it seems it seemed uh, really random because how would he know yes. that she uh, would have a fight with jack and be on that spot when he was there yeah i don't know that That just didn't make sense for me. I don't know. We're going to see this maybe next episode. Or maybe he was just going to her house, right? To the place where she was. Yeah, we have to watch more to know the the answers. So after that scene, it shows Lena coming home. She's in her bedroom changing. And she hears this knocking coming from Camille's bedroom. And she knocks back. And it, it seems to be a sort of a code, maybe a Morse code, because it's a, there is a pattern on the knocks. Yeah. And it's like she knows that Camille is there because she gets a little scared when she, hear, she hears it. And she knocks it back, like, with the same code. And then Camille uh, surprises her, entering her room. And then that's the scene that I was expecting the whole the whole episode then lena freaks out she just she's terrified she's panicking and then she starts calling her mom desperately and both of them seemed ext- extremely desperate i don't know it was yeah. 
it was finally a scene that I expected from someone that has seen someone that died, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. And also, um, at that moment, I was like, why didn't they call Lena before to warn her, you know? Like, yeah, her mother, her mother didn't yeah, remember her. It's like, <laughs> as soon as the, the dead daughter appeared, the, the alive one didn't matter that much. Uh, I saw that because when Camille was, they started to scream, you know, looking at each other. And when her mom appeared, she hugged Camille. So, um, but it's probably because she was the, the one who wasn't there for a long time. Yeah, there was another thing that made me think that their parents knew something, you know, because they were acting, because they were acting too normal and too comfortable with that, you know. It wasn't okay, you know. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's just maybe I'm seeing too much, but I, I don't think their parents are so innocent. Yeah, let's see. I I think it most also was really surprising for Camille to see her sister because at that part we're kind of it's the first time that we know that they were twins right uh, around that time so it was really shocking for Camille to see her sister looking so different from her it was a nice revelation at that scene yeah that's that's why Camille was scared too because she she realized that maybe if she really thinks that she would just blacked out yeah, because... you know and spent one night out then she saw lena and lena and lena had got four years older yeah. you know and that was probably yeah, very I think shocking their, for her. their family should have uh talked to camille to explain because of course lena uh would come back to her house you know and they would see each other And Camille will know that she she wasn't there for four years. So why didn't they say that? Yeah, yeah. But still, I feel like Camille ha Camille knows that something's wrong because because of the scene of in the beginning of the episode when Camille's climbing the the mountain no, the, the I, bridge I think... and she comes crying, you know. She's... But I think she's just scared. You, we, I we think she's see... scared because she doesn't remember anything, and she. No, but the thing that that I thought was not normal is, was because Camille come comes climbing the, the the bridge crying she seems scared and desperate and when she comes home she's okay she's normal you know she's just talking to her mom quietly as if nothing had happened yeah. I don't know well, for me I think I she doesn't she doesn't have a clue of what's happening to her you know she's like I just mm, yeah, came back maybe. here and I was climbing and why is everything so different? I, my opinion, I think that's what happening. That's what's going through her mind right now. Yeah, probably. I, I just, I just think that everybody's suspicious. Yeah, in talking kind of about shows. that, I thought the the psychologist, the therapist, was a bit weird. When he's talking oh, to Camille, I don't know why they would call him at night. Is he having a relationship with Camille's mom? I don't know. I I thought it was weird for him to be there. I just think that as it was an emergency, like her dead daughter had come back. So she called her therapist to try to help her understand what yeah. was going on, I guess. But I think it only talk. made Camille even more confused. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe it didn't yeah. work so much. Yeah, and after that, 
in the final scene, it shows Camille getting on the school bus four years ago, while her sister Lena, she she tells her parents that she's sick. And apparently this is a sort of a school trip, I guess. It's not a regular day of school. And Camille, uh, Camille goes alone. She gets on the bus alone. And Lena actually wasn't, wasn't sick. She had this boy over. And while they're having sex in her bedroom, Camille starts feeling something weird on the bus. And I have this feeling that she was feeling the same thing that Lena was feeling, you know, yeah. uh, because of her yeah, reaction. That's me, that's me and that's connection she, thing, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was weird. Very weird. And then she get up. She gets up, asking the driver to stop the bus, uh, saying that something bad's gonna happen. And I didn't understand if something bad was gonna happen in the in the the road, or with Lena, you know. And then all of a sudden, this boy appears in the middle of the road when Camille was kind of yelling to the driver. And it's the same boy that appeared at the bus stop earlier. That's why I think that this boy has something to do with yes, all this. For me. Weird, weird for me he was there to make normal. the bus fall on, the, fall. on yeah. that exact place yeah and then he makes the the conductor lose control falling off the cliff and for me he it's kind of maybe maybe he's someone who died in that place of the road in that spot of the road and he wanted to do that like intentionally <laughs> you know a revenge or something I don't know. It was something like a ghost, ghost mm -hmm. revenge. I don't know. It doesn't and make I sense. I like to Nothing talk to about this connection of Lena and Camille because, as yeah. I said before, it seems like they have a connection with a psychic connection between, you know, the the facts and people who died, something like that. And I. I was confused. Uh, for me, when the guy started, they, they started to have sex, maybe Lena felt something, you know, that something was going to happen to Camille and then send the information to Camille, you know, the train thing, connection thing, you know. So for me, I, I felt that. So I don't know who who had the first, mm, you know. Yeah, maybe. Because, because yeah, uh, maybe. Camille was really desperate. For no reason, you know, she, we don't know if she's psychic, but Lena was the one who was having sex, like Lucy, and then maybe she felt something, and she sent a message to Camille, you know, to inform her that something bad was about to happen, but uh, it was not soon enough, so it only helped the bus driver to cause the accident. Yeah, and also I think that they have a weird bond, a weird connection, because did you have the feeling that they they three are a triangle, a love triangle? Lena, uh, her boyfriend, he, they mentioned because... something like that, but I didn't understand. Sorry, there's an airplane. No, so no problem. Uh, well, it seemed we're... like they... I, I thought that I understood that they... Uh, have feelings for each other like the boy not the three of them but j just the boy and the girls you know not the girls for each other uh, that would be really creepy no oh, of course not i'm just saying that like both of the girls uh, like okay. the same the same guy you know 
it it was a sort of a triangle because of that, you know. It was weird because when while Lena was like doing it with the guy, she said that she couldn't because of Camille, you know, like both of them were waiting. Like she only could do it if Camille was with them. I don't know. I didn't understand exactly what yeah. she meant with that, you know. Yeah, I got it. It was weird. Yeah, they have a the series has a a weird sexual vibe. <laughs> like Yeah. But it was a nice plot, yes. I guess. And also, for a first view, I think I yeah I, I would like to mention the old the the old guy because it was kind of terrifying for him when his dead wife just laid in the bed and didn't say a word you know all the time she was the in the house and he was there she didn't speak and then he just jumped and killed himself. It was really weird. The whole scene, the whole couple couple's plot was weird. So we still have that mystery. Who are who are that couple? I, I think he jumped into the same dam that Camille oh. came from, you know, because I was rewatching the beginning of the episode just to mm. see how she comes back. And she tells her mom that she woke up and she was above the this dam you know that probably was near mm -hmm. the cliff that they fell into and then the that old man he jumps into that probably the same dam you know it was the exact the exact same oh. place that Camille came from he had so. something weird related to it and also I think that he thought that his wife was maybe a, a ghost or something I guess he had he had been having issues with with yes, his wife he, maybe he was seeing her we can Just notice like, that well, he has lots of medicine on his uh, nightstand and he also calls the yeah. doctor so maybe you're right it is weird because Rowie also have had been suffering with this stuff like she had yes. been seeing simon throughout the years that is another thing that makes me that makes me think that maybe the parents were doing something throughout these years to try to bring them back you know because they were seeing if the, all of them were seeing the ghost of the deceased people and if the if claire camille's mom didn't seem too surprised to see camille maybe she also had been seeing camille's mm -hmm. ghost camille's spirit you know before that before that And also Jack was connecting with Camille through Lucy, you know. I, I think everyone of them, all of them were, yeah, they were in, in innocent case, in all um, this story for me. Rowan, she doesn't know about that, right? Because she's really, she seems to be traumatized, like, by, by his appearance. She seemed really disturbed. Not like Claire and Jack were, right? So, yeah, maybe you're right. And also... Yeah, we will see. For me, the the old the, the guy seemed to be way older than his wife. Maybe they're just that kind of couple. Couple, but I don't know. So yeah, I guess that was it. Uh, it was a pretty nice plot. I it has an interesting story, and yes, I feel like watching feel the, the next same. episode. And we end with the with a bunch of mysteries to to find the answer later on the episode so i think that that's the the way to do it because then we want you want to we want to come back to the series to see what's going to happen so let's do that
The Creepiest Moment Award. The Creepiest Moment Award is a segment where we pick and you decide which moment is the creepiest of the episode. I chose the stabbing scene because it was such a violent death and I was expecting something more like a supernatural death. Yes. And, and also, we had seen so many deaths already on the show, you know, because it was a bus accident and many people died. So I, I didn't think they would put a death scene, another death scene on the show. Yeah, and, a murder. Yeah, so it really freaked me out. And also because it, it was so, you know, it seemed so real, the image. Yeah, for me, I think that one was the creepiest because I was really afraid of it. And after seeing that scene, uh, I spent all the, the other days, like the whole week, feeling bad because it's something that is very, it's very sensitive for me. It makes sense. It's something that is uh, really likely to happen to someone. Yeah, that's my pick for the creepiest scene of the episode. What is yours? What's your pick? Well, I chose one scene that wasn't that creepy, but for me it was kind of scary and brought me some some thoughts. Uh, but for me, the creepiest moment was was the scene when Rowan saw Simon through the window and she started screaming and she thought he was a ghost. And for me, um, not only was that scene shocking but i it got me thinking like how she's going to deal with her relationship now you know because she's engaged and she had lost her her boyfriend four years ago you know and now i i i wonder how she's going to be able to keep her relationship with her fiance knowing that her boyfriend might have come back to life you know because right now she thinks that he's just a ghost of course but once she realizes that he's alive this is going to screw her all up, you know? Yeah, it just keeps me thinking, like, um, how messed up she might feel in her mind. The, the whole scene was creepy, I think, mostly because he was so violent. I think he was really violent. Yeah, that too. The scene was violent. For me, it was the most shocking of the, of the episode. The most shocking, the most, I don't know, the one that I liked the most. So guys, go to our Instagram account, Nikki Joe Podcast, to decide which scene was the creepiest. So, that was it for today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Nikki Joe Podcast. And hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye, see you.